all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. To Him be all the glory, and we give Him all the honor and the glory. I want to welcome you again this morning to my daily podcast, You Are Not Alone. You're Not Alone is a program that I um, uncovered a couple of um, months ago, about 12 months now, and and here I share the truth biblically and things around us to make you know that you are not the only one that's going through certain things, or you um, are not alone in your struggle in everything that you do. This morning, I want to continue what I started with you yesterday about how a soft answer can turn away anger when someone is angry how your words can actually turn them away from you or turn them to you (laughs) Mm. I remember I was going through the Bible um, and I remember in the book of uh, Gospel of Matthew chapter 15 um, Christ was having a discussion with his disciples and he said unto them when you get to when you get to verse 10 of that and the Bible says that he called the multitude and said unto them hear and understand not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man but that which cometh out of the mouth this defileth the man what comes out of your mouth is what defiled you so in other words, your word can bring you shame or your word can make you proud. Your word can build a relationship. It can build a bridge or it can destroy. And this is where Christ began to tell them. Most of the part that I love most is where he says unto them here when he called them. And usually when he does that, he withdraw himself from the people and he stay away and occasionally he have this strong word of advice um, that he shared with them if not every if, if it is not what gets into our mouth defiles us if it is what comes to our mouth then I can say to you um, that there is a need of a great attention of mind and clearness of understanding to free men from those corrupt principles and practices which we have been bred up in and longer accustomed to. For in that case, the understanding is commonly bribed and blushed by prejudice. Our words is powerful. Our word is powerful. Not that which goes out in the mouth, the father, the man. It is not the kind of quality of our food not the condition of our hands that affect the soul with any moral pollution or defilement. <laughs> and Christ was very clear that what you say to all the people, because he clarifies that if you go further down um, in verse 17, he said unto them in verse 17, do not yet understand that whatsoever entered in at the mouth goes into the belly 
and is cut out into the drought. For those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile the man. A soft answer, a soft answer, can turn away wrath. For he said again in that verse 19, For out of the heart, out of your heart, out of my heart, proceed evil thoughts. Mm. You see how your word can build and can destroy. Proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, theft, false witnesses, blasphemies. And he listed out that these things come from our mind, and so we altered them out. And then he said in verse 20, which I believe this is the crown of it all. These are the things which defiles a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. What Christ is simply saying here to us is to remind us that everything that comes out of our mouth is not meant to defile us if we are of Christ. But if we let Satan control us, then we will be negative in our thoughts. We are polluted not by the meat that we eat with unwashed hands. Um, we defile not by the food that we eat, but by the words that comes out of our mouth. So this is very important, ladies and gentlemen, because this will make our flesh to sin. The Bible tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 6, he says, Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin, neither say thou before the angel, Oh, it was an error. Wherefore should good, wherefore should God be angry at the voice and destroy the work of thy hand? You know that many times we say things and we say, Oh, I don't mean it. It's an error. I don't mean it that way. That was not what I meant. Well, that's not the case with God. We say things that comes out of our mouth. If it comes out of our mouth, then we're responsible. We are responsible for it. We should hold that. Um, we should be held accountable for that. The Bible says in that book of Ecclesiastes that we should not say that was an error. I don't mean it that way. That was not what I meant. You can't say things and interpret it yourself. Uh, my mother used to say that your word, the word that you speak, will not be interpreted correctly by you, because as many that hears it is as many that will give different option of. Um, um, explanation or definition of what they think it is. It may not be what you think it is, but the way you say it, and that was what my mother says to me, you can quietly insult people without not being aggressive. So, these ladies and gentlemen, I think it's something we have to begin to learn um, to make sure that we, we're not trapped by our words. Because the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 37, he says, For by the words thou shalt be justified, and by thy word thou shalt be condemned. So you either be justified by your words, or you are condemned by it. Now the problem is this. If every word that comes out of our mouth is meant to create peace, then don't you understand the words, the power of the words that comes out of our mouth? It will bring nothing but peace to neighbors, to friends. I remember a time I met a young woman who says to me, 
No one has ever told me in my family that I'll be anything. They tell me I'll never be anything. I'll never amount to anything. Look at you, you're wasting away. You will never be anything. And she believes that for a very longer period of time until something changes in her life that she realizes that, okay, I'm not what anybody think I am. I am who God says I am. Do you know many of us are living in that because of what someone has said to us? We believe that. And it's beginning to control our life. We tend to look at that as part of part of us when it is not. It is not. So I want to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, be careful of the words that comes out of your mouth because your word is either meant to build, uh, which the Bible refers to as justifying or condemning. Your word can condemn anyone. Because what the judge needs is to use his gravel and hit the and, and pick up the gravel and hit it and say you're sentenced to death and that's it. The word of a judge can free a man or can condemn a man. That's how powerful word is. So when they should get into that confrontation, a soft answer is always uh, the weapon to defuse an, an argument or to turn away war. But when you see someone trying to be very harsh in their word, remember this word. That words can set up war. The words of your mouth, the words of my mouth, can set up hatred and war. And war. I was I was trying to settle a dispute a couple of months ago between two people, and the, the man said something to me. I'll never forget what this woman told me. This woman tell me this, this woman tell me that, this woman tell me this. I said, I know, I just want you to have it in your heart to forgive her because she said she doesn't mean it that way. And the woman was crying and said, that's not what she meant, that's not what she meant. But the deed has been done. You can reverse it. And what she says was we're very cruel. We're very, it was it was a bombshell that she threw at this man. Um, what is? What do you gain when you lose a friend, a relative, by words. You won the argument. Okay, we applaud you, but you've lost someone. What do you gain from that? You lose someone, you win an argument. You're not going to be given a trophy for that. And your, your, the argument that you win cannot replace the human being. Don't you think it's about time we have to think? When I was a child, the Bible says, Paul says, <laughs> every time I read that, it just it just brings something to my head. And, and I believe this is part of the way that Paul meant when he says that. And Paul was not saying that in a very bad way. He was only saying that to, to teach us that there are things that we will say when we are a child. Um, and when we grow up, and, and what he meant by that, uh, it's not it's not talking about a child of a child. I mean, the age of immaturity, the age of immaturity. He says in that book of First Corinthians, he says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. Are you still speaking like a child? He says, I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. That was... 1 Corinthians 13 verse 11 can I just tell you it is childish 
to use your word to hurt others. It is childish. It is the most childish thing to think you'll win an argument. And so when an argument, I'm not talking about a debate. Even when you're debating, you should be able to be very strict with the rules of the debating. Not, not a personal job. I've seen pastors using their words on pulpits to jab at people. That was not what we are called to do. No, we're not called to do that. We're called to <clears throat> we're called to use the words that comes out of our mouth to edify people, lift them up. When I was a child, are you a child? Because we will know through the word, through the word that you speak. Maybe you are matured or not. And immature people talk recklessly. Matured people talk sensibly. <laughs> Think on that. God bless you. God keep you. God cause his face to shine upon you. Father, we are grateful and we are thankful that at the entrance of your word, there is light. We thank you for this light that you have sent to us. Teach us to use our word to encourage one another from this day henceforth. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, I pray. And those that love the name of God will simply say, Amen. I'm going to come back immediately after this to share more of this with you as I've been instructed. God bless you.